Hello, everybody. It is Friday, noon Eastern, somewhere right here. My name is Stuart Briscoe. Welcome to the Rant Network, a video podcast hosted by myself, Stuart Briscoe, and David Solomon, where we bring unfiltered, uncensored conversation on a wide range of topics. Our podcast is dedicated to giving you a platform to express opinions, share your thoughts, experience, ideas, hear from a variety of perspectives, and most definitely, an honest opinion. Join us as we dive in into the latest news, pop culture, politics, and so much more. Rants about absurdity in modern life, discussions about deeper issues affecting society as a whole. The Rant Network has you covered. Sit back, relax, and join us on this journey of exploration. It's time to join the Rant Network. David, you know, I've always, you know, we've ranted just recently about Lori Lightfoot and her pathetic run coming in third in Chicago. If you don't know, she was the former mayor uh, who was a lesbian, who was black. Remember, it's all about checking boxes. Uh, And was a progressive liberal, which was defund the police, uh, don't prosecute, all those fun things. Ironically, the blame of she wasn't reelected wasn't the fact that her policies, her work ethic, her voter confidence was an issue. It was specifically because of racism. You're either anti-gay, anti-black, or anti-woman, which seems to be the scapegoating answer for literally about everything and anything today. In other words, if I want to get a job somewhere and I don't get the job, well, it's because I'm white and they have a target of hiring so many non-white people. Hey, I didn't get a job. I'm black. Well, because there's too many white people there. Or I'm not going to get the MVP of the NBA because I'm black and a guy who really has the top coin. And only five people in the last 25 years have had the MVP that was white, actually, just so you know. It's because the guy's white. David, this is running rampant in sports, politics, the workplace, in uh, uh, I said politics. Uh, what am I forgetting? Government, other sides of government. I can't even begin to tell you. Where is it not? Well, Stuart, let me, let me, let's take a step back here because we talked about Lori Lightfoot a few seconds ago. Now, Lori Lightfoot back in 2019, ladies and gentlemen, won the mayoralty of Chicago. And on round one, her and a bunch of other candidates, she only garnered 18% of the vote, which wasn't so bad. She was the highest amongst all of that. And then there's, of course, a runoff, as there was this year. And then in the runoff, she won 74% over Tony Preckelwinkle, another woman. So all the men and women who were ran in the first run, those two ladies were run first and second. They were all eliminated. And imagine three out of four votes, three out of four votes went to Lori Lightfoot. Okay, that's really, really good. But unfortunately, Lori Lightfoot's current um, record is pathetic. Okay, I mean, beyond pathetic. We've commented about her racist mentalities, her attitudes, the way she treated people. Crime has become horrific in the city of Chicago. And people's lives, people's lives were destroyed. So here we go. Round two comes around, and 
She finishes third in the first round out of their five candidates, three African-Americans, including herself, and one Hispanic, one older white gentleman. And it turns out that Paul Vallis and Brandon Johnson both finished first and second. Lori Lightfoot finished a distant third. Paul Vallis is white. Brandon Johnson is an African-American. Two males. What's Lori Lightfoot's reaction? The reason she lost is because of racism and sexism. Ah, not, not hey, guys, I heard the, 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 the uh, electorate. I heard the voters tell me I didn't do a good enough job. In 2019, four years ago, she garnered first place in round one and three out of four votes in the second in the runoff and couldn't hold on to the seat. Do you know how hard it is to beat a mayor, an incumbent mayor, if they do half a decent job? Well, in Chicago, she did such a bad job, she couldn't even make the runoff. But her blame was a racism and sexism, even though an African-American is in the runoff. Very interesting. But again, that's okay. Now, Stuart alluded to uh, the NBA. Now, yep. Kendrick is a former NBA player, controversial, has a big mouth, um, likes to cause shit. On ESPN, alluded to the fact that Nikola Jokic, a white basketball player, is likely to win his third straight MVP. It's pretty fascinating. Yep. And Joel Embiid, an African basketball player, Okay, and I'm saying African because he comes from Africa. He's not born in the United States. He's from Africa. Um, has finished second. He's phenomenal. I mean, you're, you're, like guys, it's like I'm a basketball fan. It's like 1A, 1B. It's hard to differentiate between the two of them sometimes. But Pen Kendrick Perkins decided that 80%, 80% of the MVP votes do not go black. They go white. And he made that statement on ESPN without saying it quite like that. And was challenged live on television. And he said, hey, I'm calling the facts. Well, the next day, ESPN, the, the, the host of the show, decided to correct Perkins by saying it wasn't 80%. It was way less than that. And it was wrong. His statistics were wrong. But is Perkins going to be punished for making a remark like that? Of course not, because ESPN, the woke corporation, isn't going to upset people. I mean, why would they? Because it, it's it's a narrative that's been spun again and again. We see this in the coaching in the NFL. Why aren't coaches, why aren't there born black coaches? Well, it must be a racist thing. We just saw that with Eric Bieniemy. And again, I'm not going to get into the names because it may or may not mean anything to you. But you see this with coaches. You see this now with a, a quarterback. A quarterback can't seem to get offers. And the and instead of looking at the fact that the guy wants $250 million in guaranteed money, they're looking at his skin color. The last one to show you the absurdity of it. So there was a professor in, a, in, a, in, a, uh, in an Illinois university back in the fall who says if you refuse to wear a mask in class, you're a racist. Well, you know, that person got a lot of flack. But just recently at the University of British Columbia, another professor said the same thing, that if you do not wear a mask, it's racist, ableist, and classist. 
Stuart, I, I, I'm, I'm, is there any wonder that today's generation is so messed up because the people in a position of power, the Lori Lightfoots, the Kendrick Perkins, these professors, are spewing nonsense, hate speech, I mean, it's hate speech, and misinformation because a meritocracy apparently isn't important anymore. It's just compelling. David, the woke, broke left want to make everything about something that is not the problem. Instead of looking to find bridges, they're planting landmines. Instead of clearing landmines, they're putting snipers and firing squads to those that want to clear a path. I believe most Americans or most people around the world want to go about their business, don't really care about your sexual orientation, don't really care about your political orientation, want to be glee and happy with the friend, and don't want a resurgence of a civil war that United States really, you know, showed millions of people dying. Okay, where brother killed brothers, sisters killed sisters. The whole concept of creating divisiveness is an anarchist play. I know I keep going back to this. They're anarchists. They're racists. They tie it to communism. I bring up Soviet era. I talked about Pulitzer yesterday or last Day we Wednesday. spoke. Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday. yeah. I know. I'm, I'm losing track of days now. Every day is a different uh, day. <laughs> but I mean, the same topics keep coming up and coming up and coming up. And I guess the root problem is society wants to find blame. And, you know, the first person that you have to find blame in a situation is you must look inward. And what the left or the woke is doing is they're looking outward. So Lori Lightfoot needs to look inward. Maybe her policies, maybe her judgments, maybe what she has said is the reason why her approval ratings were, were, were less than stellar. And to accept the fact that she lost at the face value of her performance would never cross her mind. And if it crossed her mind, she's never going to admit it. And I think we as a people have to take people that want to blame everyone, look at them as being almost the narcissists that they are. But Stuart, I'll, I'll tell you, you're, you're absolutely right, but I'll, I'll, I'll take No, can I hear that again, David? I'm wearing stars, you're wearing stripes. Can you say that comment one more time? Listen, listen, here's here's the thing. No, that, no, no, no. You said no, Stuart, no. you're, absolutely you're absolutely right. right. Here's the thing that Thank here's the thing that here is the thing that just absolutely flabbergasts me. What does the left love to do? Does it deal with facts? No. We're dealing with emotion. So if I call you a racist, I'm insulting you, your judgment, your intelligence. I'm in, I'm I'm guilting you that your decision was predicated on something negative. And it's not, and again, you said it right. I'm laying the blame outwards. I'm not looking at my accountability. I'm not looking inwards. 
And you know what? I, I'm I'm sickened when I when I see and I see uh, you know and Lori Lightfoot who's in a position of power. And by the way, the Biden administration did the same thing when you call out MAGA Republicans and you you insult them as racists. As soon as you use this word, and this word is now being used so lightly, uh, it's everywhere. Okay, because now no one is you know, you're you're going from from you know at one point it's going to be like the little boy crying wolf. No one's going to listen anymore. And when it's there is real racism, it's going to be ignored. Okay. Yeah. And this is the scary part. And the left doesn't like facts. They like you said it. They like anarchy. They like narrative. Problems. Narrative. They like narratives. Yeah. They like to blame. They need to scream. We saw that woman on on Capitol Hill screaming, screaming about you know um, paying off student loans yelling and screaming and you hear that emotion that if you don't help pay off in loans there's something wrong with you this isn't yep. about fact this is about emotion and when you start doing these things by using racism sexism classism blah 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 for crying out loud you're not solving a problem you're creating a no nope. problem david a hundred percent you know these problems are in from the top of the political office in the houses of the office. It even goes down to condo associations, right? <laughs> I, I, you know, and why am I bringing up condo associations? Because condo associations, you have political people that like, like drinking their own Kool-Aid. Listen, at the end of the day, David, I hope our audiences, I hope our friends of our audiences understand that this isn't a Democrat or Republican problem. It's a global problem. And if you don't understand that, if you don't try and look inward, yeah, you're the problem. So what's the lesson we've taught our kids? Because we both have kids. And you know what ends up happening, right? These kids are watching it in sports, politics, government. On, on I mean, listen, with all due respect, I think that the, the lesson, I don't know if you watch the Netflix special. I have not watched the Netflix special with Chris Rocket, but a colleague of mine told me about it. And he says the one line he heard was, I'm not a victim. And this is what, you know, the, 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 the left loves to do. They are victims all the time. There's the racism, the classism, the sexism. I'm a victim of society. And he said, I got slapped on national TV. Hundreds of millions of people saw me got slapped, but I'm not the victim. That's a great lesson to learn. And unfortunately, it's been buried by the liberal media because they don't want that narrative. Stuart. David. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Rant Network with my partner, David Solomon. I'm Stuart Brisgell. We hope you enjoyed the conversation, gained some valuable insight. We appreciate your support. Please join us again next time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 12 noon Eastern for a thought-provoking conversation. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social media, share your thoughts, listen to our podcast, leave us messages, send us private messages. We look forward. Thanks again for listening. Till next time, keep ranting.